0: The foliage and branches more closely resemble a triangular-shaped head of broccoli than any genus of tree. The densely packed, bud-like structures that give it that broccoli look glow with the faintest of lights and are somewhat translucent. As the sun sets, the topmost portion of each tree splits, opening wide like the mouth of a giant serpent. The exposed, fleshy interior is cavernous, slimy, From deep within, mist belches up, compressing into dense, dark clouds. They float upward. Each cloud drifts out across its respective countryside with a single purpose. To locate and collect a breeding pair of the specified species. As each cloud completes its search and collection, it returns to the belly of its tree. Their cargo deposited deep within the fleshy chasms, the branched openings clamp shut. Cargo secured, the countdown begins. The broccoli-like buds begin to flash, each with its own color. As people happen upon the trees, word and imagery spread across social media. Crowds gather. Chapter 1 7.15 p.m. October 16, 2020 Maggie Valley, North Carolina Oh shit, he's home. Zoe jolts upright with a gasp, nearly cracking heads with Nick. You need to go. Reclaiming their embrace, Nick pulls the sheet over their heads. Gently pressing his forehead to hers, he whispers, He can't see us now. Seriously, fighting back a smile, he will shoot you. Nick tilts his head, eyes smiling. Come with me, let's run away together. Both hands pressing against his chest, Zoe smiles. You know I can't leave my dad yet. I'm all he has left. With over dramatized reluctance, Nick Campbell slides to the edge of her bed, pulling up his jeans. Eyes drawn back to hers, he falls once again into those peaceful turquoise depths. He knows she hates keeping their relationship from her father, but she is correct. Most fathers tend to react violently if they catch a 17-year-old man in bed with their 15-year-old daughter. Nick knows it is wrong, but can't help himself. Zoe Baker is the most stunningly seductive person he has ever met. Her every movement seems unique. He is drawn to her in ways he cannot understand. This is so much more than sex. Admittedly, the thrill of the risk is invigorating, There is more going on here. He actually aches when they are apart. Is this what love feels like? The undeniable sound of creaking steps breaks his trance. Moments later, he is out the second-story window, T-shirt and shoes in hand. Making more noise than intended, he slips down the wet drainpipe to the rain-soaked grass. Having abandoned all possibility of a stealthy retreat, He bolts deep into the darkness of the forest behind Zoe's parents' house. Surrounded by darkness and heart-pounding in his throat, Nick drops to the ground to tie his shoes. Running in the dark through this mountainous forest is reminiscent of the games of youth and his best friend, Logan. Thinking of Logan, he is awash with a pang of guilt. The last six months have been a blur and all about Zoe. For most of their lives, Nick and Logan had been inseparable. A bond that intensified to an uncomfortable level after Logan's parents' sudden death. For reasons he hadn't fully explored, they stopped hanging out. He hasn't answered a call or text from Logan for at least eight months. It wasn't a conscious decision. He isn't angry or put off by Logan, but when the phone would chime with a call or text... He can't explain it, but he just didn't feel comfortable responding. So, he didn't. Days turned into weeks, then months. Now, nearly eight months later, Nick fears he has done irreparable damage to their friendship. This is stupid. I should fix this, he says while withdrawing his phone from his right front pocket. Dude, you up? Can I come over? Text sent. Nick feels a little less guilty. A response chimes, Yeah, man, come hang. Shoes tied, he sits a few moments longer.